Wine is science, art, geography, and history, all contained within a bottle. Make the Culinary Stone your go-to for wine shopping, and we'll show you why it transports and transcends. Visit culinarystone.com for more information. But others of note, Ronnie Lott, yes, he played for your USC Trojans. By the way, had lunch with a guy named Frank today, and he takes his coat off. Guess what's under his coat? A USC short. Yeah, I said, we can't do business with you, Frank. <laughs> I said, Shelly can, though. She's a big Trojan fan. <laughs> Bow down to Washington. Dun, 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 dun. Go dogs. <laughs> they didn't play this year because of COVID. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays, episode 42. My name is Phil. She is Shelly Webb. And we want to say happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's wine time. And we're going back to Washington State Wines this week as we lead into the Week of Love next week. Ooh. The Week of Love. <laughs> and uh, the Galentines. Galentines? And Singles Awareness Day. Oh, these are these are things that I didn't even know about. How about that? Uh, okay, so tonight we are pouring Leocol 41. Do we say Leocol number 41? I don't know. Think so, but you could. I mean, it says it on the label, Leocol yeah. number forty-one. Uh, as I'm opening this bottle of Chardonnay, do you want to explain what Leocol means? The school, French word for the school, because this um, winery is located in an old, old schoolhouse, and the schoolhouse is on the labels of their wines. Very cute. It's very cool school to house too. We've been there. They're from Walla Walla. Shelly's got rehearsal tonight, so she gets short pour. She gets a little taster until she gets back. Oop, there you go. Rehearsal as in rehearsal for the Blazing Divas because... Because why? Now we are in stage three here in Idaho, so we can gather up to 50 people. So Woohoo! we get to practice. Nice. Yay. Congrats. Uh, just for kicks and giggles and yucks, should we go ahead and say to um, health and wealth, abundance, gratitude, romance, and peace on earth. And cheers. Cheers. Wow, this is really crisp. It is. It's been in our walk-in refrigerator for the past 24 hours, which is the deck. And I don't think it got up past 38 today, so it's been very chilled. And I brought it in about 20, 25 minutes ago, just trying to warm it up a little bit. I'm going to move this glass over here so you don't confuse them. Uh, but look at the color on this. Yeah, it's very pretty. It's light. Very light. Um, not a lot of oak. 
This is a 2019 Leocol number 41 Columbia Valley Chardonnay, a price point of $19 and 49 cents. Um, both the wines that we are going to be tasting today, tonight, uh, on this episode are both 1949 that we got at Fred Meyer off the shelf. 1949. Fred Meyer's a Kroger company. Kroger company. Yep. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about this? This is, like I said, a Walla Walla, Washington vineyard. Um, it is from there. And, and that's in Columbia Valley, right? Right. The Columbia Valley AVA. Also, Lake Hall is the third winery established there. Um, this says it has mango, dried mango, and I definitely taste that um, dried mango. I don't know what a grilled peach tastes like. Ooh, we should grill peaches. We should, but not now. That would be that would be fun. I wonder that would be fun. We should grill some peaches and then have it with this wine. This is one hundred percent Chardonnay, thirteen point five percent alcohol. The bottling date was May 29th through June 2nd, 2020. So it's been in the bottle not very long. How much oak has it been on? Any at all? uh, I do not see anything about that. Um, Let me just take a real quick look. Winemaking. The juice. Um, it says over 30 years of meticulous vineyard management and winemaking experience are fundamental to the quality of our wines and reputation for excellence. That's just the winemaking in general. It was aged surly and stirred regularly, so it was on the skins, basically. It says a warm early September initiated a normal harvest, which was slow due to slightly rainy and cooler conditions. A light frost at the end of September, along with a forecast of more freezing weather on its way, accelerated the picking. I can just see everyone looking at their uh, weather apps going, you guys, we t- it's going to start freezing like at 29 degrees at 3.30 in the morning. We got to get this going. I'm sure so, that is exactly what they do. Yep. <clears throat> with 60% of their fruit harvested the first two weeks of October. And then freezing weather quickly brought the season to a close the second week of October. It's good. These apps, these um, tools really come in handy these days, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And now here we are in early February with no no snow on the ground. I'm going to do this. Okay. Knocking <laughs> on good. wood. Yeah. There's no snow on the ground. And there's no... I mean, we've had... A little bit of flurry yesterday, a little bit of flurry today, but nothing sticks. I mean, literally just a, a flake here and there. So that's kind of good. You know, I love it. Me too. So this has got uh, flavors of ripe pear and apple with a bit of nutmeg spice notes. And as I said, the dried mango and the grilled peach. It's really good. We're in episode 42. You know what that means? I don't know. <laughs> Do you know the jersey number for number 42? Who is it? I, I think you're going to know one of them. Well, first of all, we're going to go with uh, number 42, Jackie Robinson. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, really, on a, obviously, you can't overstate the the 
the impact Jackie Robinson had on Major League Baseball, really blazing the trail for so many uh, black athletes. That was fantastic. They have Jackie Robinson Day and everything in Major League Baseball. So huge, huge number 42. But others of note, Ronnie Lott. Yes, he played for your USC Trojans. By the way, had lunch with a guy named Frank today, and he takes his coat off. Guess what's under his coat? A USC short. Yeah, I said, we can't do business with you, Frank. <laughs> I said, Shelly can, though. She's a big Trojan fan. <laughs> Bow down to Washington. Dun, 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 dun. Go dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't play this year because of COVID. That kind of sucked. Anyway, Ronnie Lott also played for the Raiders. Uh, and you've got James Worthy. Ooh. Oh, Laker, James Worthy, number 42. From yeah, we've York. heard some things about James Worthy. Oh, tell me. No. What are they? <laughs> we don't want to go there. <laughs> We're not going there? Oh, dang it. I'm so irritated. He's a good right player. Yeah, he was a so- uh, sonic wrecker, James Worthy was. A lot of those Lakers were sonic wreckers. Didn't mm-hmm. like them at all. Hey, <laughs> yesterday, um, yes, it was yesterday, on our Facebook page, I posted these two wines that were having tonight. Uh, just in case you want to keep tabs and see if you can pick up some bottles, you should try to do that from time to time. Again, if you don't do it in time, it's okay. This is a podcast, which means you can listen back later and just start a fire and pour some wines and listen to the soft voices of Phil and Shelley as you drink through your wines together. Be- oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. That didn't go over well at all. Uh, <clears throat> what else do we want to mention before we move on to wine number two? Um, one of the reasons I like Lake Hole is because they are working on sustainable farming. Mm. So two of their vineyards are sustainably certified sustainable and certified salmon safe. Salmon safe? Yes. Do you know what that means? No. I'm guessing that you could eat you could drink this with salmon? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean you could. You could have this is this is good. The I Chardonnay think could, is a good one for the yeah, salmon. Yeah, but and, and this salmon I don't safe. just don't get a whole bunch of oak on this. I know there's got to be some oak on this, but there it's not over the top by any stretch. Uh here's what I believe that means is you're doing sustainable farming. And so you're not putting a bunch of crap into Mother Earth, which gets down into the rivers, which hurts the salmon. Shelly's doing a quick check. Check. Uh, salmon safe, protects rivers, native salmon, and watershed. So basically, yes, what you said. Yep. And so that's really good. Uh, obviously, in and around Columbia Valley with the Columbia River and... Uh, Salmon safe because Kelly Pickler says that. <laughs> and with her calamari. Calamari and salmon. Hey, I wrote some show notes for today so we wouldn't get confused and we'd stay on task. How are we doing our show notes? Um, we were fine until I mentioned Kelly Pickler. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't on. Hey, uh, real quick, we have people listening to this podcast now that are kind of influential around this area. We have um, Noel um, Laparco, who's uh-huh. the wine person up at Candle in the Woods. Yes, I wonder if we know her well enough to get an invitation. 
That may happen. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, I'm going to have a last sip of this wine. There was uh, some Facebook conversation about Leah Cole on our Facebook page. And so, Lecole. yeah, which, how do you pronounce that exactly? Lecole. Lecole. Okay. That uh, prompted me, first of all, to go, man, why don't we drink more Lecole? And, I know. You know, I and like so I, I went and got uh, a couple of these wines. And again, really good price point with what you're getting. Super, super value. Uh, we will take a quick break and then come back and get into a little French town. There are some incredible songs that we all know, but are amazed that nobody else does. Check out the greatest song you never heard podcast, and we will uncover the greatest song you've never heard. Chris Cochran and Phil Anderson are lifelong music lovers with a taste for a very wide variety of musical styles, genres, and artists. After sifting through their musical archives, they promise to bring you on a very unlikely rhythmic and melodic journey that will hit all the right notes. These might be songs that ended up as deep cuts or obscure songs from bands and artists that most of the world knows. Or they could be from bands or artists that have been found along the way that only struck the chord of a few. Either way, there are some unbelievable songs that beg to be heard. Songs that will have you wondering, why haven't I ever heard this song? Visit thegreatestsongyouneverheard.com or listen to wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Wine Time Fridays on this February 5, 2021. Next week, as I'm opening this, we have a lot of stuff coming up. Oh, I got to hear this. It's so nice. That was loud. Didn't need to do that. Okay. <clears throat> Next week is a lot of different uh, holidays. If I were to look, I could tell you we have three of them. Wine Lovers Day happens to fall on Valentine's Day. We have International Syrah Day. I it was the 16th. No, International Syrah Day is the 16th. And then National Drink Wine Day. Oh, yeah. Which just should be a, a an everyday holiday. It's kind of a drunken month. <laughs> well, week anyway. Um, that's on the 18th of February. And I'm hoping we're going to do, obviously, we have to do a Syrah for International Syrah Day. We can talk about it if we want to do a Molly Duker, but I think we should do a whole episode of Molly Duker. But we'll get a Syrah, and then we'll have to do a Cabernet Sauvignon because we're going to have chocolate next next week, right? Of course. So, I mean... If we can wait that long. If we can wait that long. Because I happened to buy some Godiva chocolates. Oh, my gosh. I, I need to get them. some Theo chocolates that you put out there. Theo, yeah. Those are for healthier people. <laughs> but they're really good. Uh, this is the Lecole number 41, French Town, Columbia Valley, red wine. They call it red wine, not a red blend, but it's definitely a blend. Yeah. Shelly... Uh, <clears throat> We'll go through a lot of the different uh, grapes that are in here. And it's going to take about five minutes because there's a few of them. So before we do that, we'll just cheers. Cheers. Oh, that was a really nice sound. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so... 
Oh, well, what? To start off with me, it started a little bitey, then it got mellow, and then it's back to very tannic. Tannins, yeah. This could lie down for a long time. Mm, this needs food. Yep. There's definitely black cherry in here. And some tobacco. I get tobacco in this. All right. You want to go down the, the laundry list of grapes that are in this? Sure. So, um, Bordeaux and Rhone. <laughs> this is the blend. What, what's interesting mm -hmm. about this is they call it 71% Bordeaux and 29% Rhone. So there are certain grape varieties that are Bordeaux, and there are certain grape varieties that are Rhone. So the Bordeaux in this is 35% Merlot, 26% Cab Sauve, 7% Malbec, 3% Petit Verdot. And then we have more. We so, have more from the Rhone. From the Rhone um, section. 16% Syrah, 10% Grenache, and 3% Movedro. For a grand total of seven different grapes, making up 100% of this French town red blend from Columbia Valley. And... Uh, this isn't even a gear in the bottle, so that No, this is super young. Super young. I didn't really know that when I purchased it. I probably should have looked. <clears throat> We've got uh, this French town shows complex, rich aromas and wild berries. These berries are wild. These are not tame <laughs> at all. And black cherry, accented by savory, dried sage, and thyme tobacco, underpinned by a sweet leather note. The generous dark fruit flavors remain focused through a dry finish. This thing, like Shelly said, can lie down for a long time. Now, I think some food would cut these tannins pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, you get a little um, spicy food or something like that, maybe, or a nice, thick, juicy steak. Could, could go well. It's heavy Merlot, though. 35% Merlot and 26 cabs, so that makes up nearly 60% of this wine. This is age... Primarily in neutral oak. And then it was um, aged in the bottle for six months. Yeah, I mean, August, September, October, November, December, January. I don't even know about that. Oh, it was released last August. So, I mean, this is really young. This is a very young wine. No, it was bottled. Um, Bottling uh, date, May 29th, May. 2019. And release True. date, August 2020. Like three. Alcohol 14.5, which is pretty common for Walla Walla. Man, you're Washington, Washington wines. Yep. wines. A lot of wines now have a lot more alcohol. So uh, we've got some things coming up <clears throat> today, right? We have our third clubhouse. Clubhouse room, yes. Okay, and do you know what, what it, the name will be? Well, Wine Time Fridays, but what will be the description? Are we drinking these wines? We can. Well, that's going to be it. We're talking about Lake Hall. Perfect. Number 41. Perfect. And then we have Open That Bottle Night coming up February 27th. That's, gosh, it's right around the corner. There's an outside chance we won't even be in the state of Idaho on that day. We may be down in Yucca Valley, in which case we'll bring on Lindsay and Brian for another guest. Um, 
episode. But Open That Bottle Night, do you want to explain real quick what Open That Bottle Night is? So Open That Bottle Night was founded by Dottie and John, who were writers for the Wall Street Journal. They did a wine column. And their premise is that people were writing in all the time and saying, I have this special bottle of wine. I don't know when to drink it. What should I do with it? They would say. And they would say, well, don't be saving the wine for the special occasion. Make the wine be the special occasion. That's exactly right. So that's how they founded that night. And then uh, people could actually drink some of their wine they were saving for some sort of special occasion, but they didn't know what it was. And in Sideways, he talks about that a little bit. A little bit, yeah. That one bottle, (laughs) and he ended up drinking it out of a paper bag in a styrofoam cup. The 47 uh, like Latour or something. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting about this is they, they have made one night be open that bottle night. And it's the last Saturday of February every year. And some of the stories that they get are just off the charts. We wrote in, I think it was two years ago. I think it was two years ago. And they published it in their, um, in their online, uh, column and uh we will put that on our facebook page and twitter account and so you can read through that but uh if you have a special bottle we we try to get a couple people together and everybody bring a bottle of their very special wine and i'm not sure if we're going to do that or not we talked about it but then with the restrictions and all of that so you get some people together with their special bottle and everybody gets a taste so we try not to have more than 10 people because we all get like a, tw- a two and a half ounce taste of everybody's wine. It's pretty cool. And we all get to talk about it and why is it important? What is so special about it? Mm-hmm. And Dottie and John also have a book, Wine by the Glass. Tasting Notes of a Marriage. Yeah, it's a really good book. I highly recommend everyone, especially at Valentine's Day, everyone should be reading this book. If you're a couple that are along the wine journey together, it is absolutely must read. Every chapter is a title. The title of it has a a wine name. Um, was the first one was, uh, what was the really bad sparkler, sparkling wine? Cold duck. Something like that. Yeah. I think it might have been cold duck. Anyway, that was chapter one. It was cold duck. I think it was. Yeah. Remember if, if you're that old. Remember, they used to have a cold duck wine, but they also had a cold duck bucket. So (laughs) it was essentially, you know, you're tasting to a dump into the bucket when you didn't want to drink all the wine, and that sort of became cold duck. That's disgusting, actually. That is disgusting. People will not be drinking out of that, right? No, well, no. Okay. (laughs) And somebody probably did at one point. Anything else you want to mention? Yes, we didn't say that the French town was um, named after, well, Walla Walla's first settlement was founded by French Canadians in the early 1800s. Ooh, did not know that. Yeah. Thus the name Walla Walla. Wait, what? No. (laughs) The French town wine salutes these pioneers. We also didn't mention the fact that we actually had corks in both bottles tonight. For the first time in three weeks. Yeah, that's kind of nice. I have one more thing. Oh, bring it on. 
This year is Rectangle February. That sounds very oblong. It's not. It's a rectangle. Well, rectangles are longer on two sides than... Yes, but this table right here, which you can't see, is oblong. If it had... Square corners? Yes, then it would be a rectangle. Okay. Fair enough. So the reason is because it started... The first day of February was... First day of February is Ferment Day. <laughs> what day was it? What, what was the day day? Monday. February 1. Right. So on certain calendars, when Monday is the first day, and then we end on the 28th, so we have a, a complete rectangle. Oh. And that only happens like a decade or longer. Really? Every decade or I longer. did not know that. Yes. That's kind of amazing. Huh? No. <laughs> it works really well on Instagram. It, it should go it? <laughs> should go along the lines of sports trivia. I mean, they have trivia for everything. <laughs> That's very true. Oh, who's your pick for the Super Bowl Sunday? First of all, do you know who's playing the Super Bowl Sunday? No. Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. I should know this, but the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers. Um I, I don't know. Any one of them, since Seattle or L.A. is not playing. I really want Kansas City to win, but only by four touchdowns. Only? Why? Because I, I don't like Tampa Bay this year. You still you don't like that other Florida team either. Which it's, one? Miami? Florida State? Well, that's in college. I know. I don't, yeah, Florida, Florida State, Miami. You don't like any of those. Why, why would I? <laughs> I don't know. Why uh, wouldn't you? Well, that's a that's a long list. We will end by saying um, thank you for listening, right? Mm -hmm. For sure. And that you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter. Go to uh, winetimefridays.com. We are on Instagram, but not very good on Instagram yet. So we'll get there. And yeah, I'm good on Instagram. You are. I am not. <clears throat> and remember, with just a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes much less overwhelming. We will see you next week. For the week of love. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. <laughs>